Neo-Tokyo is about to explode. Pictures presents a state-of-the-art adventure, Akira. Welcome. This is New Taku, where we talk about things anime and manga. We're not experts or gatekeepers. We're just fans trying to share our love with you. Feel free to interact with us at least three feet apart. Mm-hmm. Please. No shaking hands. No. Dan On Instagram and Twitter. I think we're a little too close. Are we? No. That's uh, legit. Yeah. We're legit three feet apart. Uh, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Don't interact. Don't interact in person. Social distancing. <laughs> yes. On Instagram and Twitter at NutakuCast. Our email is questions and requests at Nutaku2019 at gmail.com. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And please subscribe and share. I am Jim. I'm Frank. Frank, there's a little thing going on in the United States right now. Yeah. I, I think I might have heard about it. A little something, something going on. We got ordered by the governor of Pennsylvania. We're mm-hmm. both located in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. To shut businesses in the surrounding counties. Yes. And then the mayor of Philadelphia said, fuck you, and said, <laughs> we're staying open. Yeah. It's only, Philadelphia is the only place I in, think. In, in southeastern Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's, that's open. So southeastern Pennsylvania, if you're unfamiliar, it's Delaware County. We'll start from the south. Go. Philadelphia is in the bottom corner. These are the surrounding counties. We got Delaware, Montgomery, and Bucks, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. And Bucks is the largest, I think, of the three. It's the largest in the state. In the state. And then Montgomery was the first one to close. Right. The most populated one is Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. We're like below that. So those three counties, are everything's closed. The surrounding, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's like a Philadelphia didn't want to close their schools, but they have a lot of teachers that live in Montgomery County. I guess the teachers in Montgomery County probably teach in West Philadelphia. Makes sense. So they close the schools. But they were like, we don't want to do it, but we don't have the staff. Because in Philadelphia, because Philadelphia is one of the poorest cities, major cities in the United States, if not the poorest. One of them, yeah, yeah. for sure, yeah. When we're talking about, like, wage gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some of these kids that go to these schools, it's the only meal they get of the day. Yeah. So they have to, they had to set up another thing so kids can get meals, so they're guaranteed a meal. So now they're still get, they're, they're getting the meals. They're right? getting food. They're they made, they set up, food. like, food for the kids. Yeah. It's a wild time. It is. Let me ask you this question. This is off the cuff. Sure. It's not in the outline. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you remember anything crazy like this? I'm a little older than you. I remember a couple of weird stuff going down. Well, I mean, 
I guess. Let's get this out of the way. Are are you old enough for nine eleven to remember? Yes, it I am. I am old enough for nine eleven. So nine eleven was the thing. I was probably. I was going to say it was probably um, the thing for United States wise, similar at least in tone and the way people were reacting. Um, I vaguely also remember, which is more local. There was that snowstorm. You remember it was like ninety six or something, mm. where it was like three feet or yeah. four feet or something, and that's that. similar locally, where like people were just going crazy. You couldn't leave your house. You can't. You know, you're not supposed to leave your house now. Um, so those are probably the two biggest things that I could compare it to in my head as of now, right now. What about you? Yeah, I think nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, the eeriness of the city right now. I came here from South Philadelphia. It's like a Sunday on a Monday, and it's usually. The road I drive down is usually packed with trucks. Reminds me a lot of when the Pope was here. Remember when the Pope? Oh, yeah. See, I, I was one of those people. I, I got out. Yeah, I, I we stuck around. Now. It was the first year the bar was open. So people were like, yeah, let's see what happens. Sure. So we kept the bar open. And we ended up closing every day anyway for it. But it was just weird. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was that whole thing. Weren't they like shutting down the major highway, like 95 and 76 mm-hmm. or stuff like that? Like, yeah. The entire just... center city of Philadelphia was shut down to people. You had to go through a, a detectors and scanners and search bags and... I actually would ride my bike from South Philly back then to where the bar is. And it was awesome. Yeah. There was nobody on the road. I was able to do swerve. You're doing cool wheelies. No wheelies. Oh, man. Okay. And then the military guys, and no offense to the military out there, but these specific guys, um, you could tell they're getting a little antsy by the end of it. They were there for three days standing on a street corner. Yeah, not doing anything. Uh, Just sitting there. I had one guy, like, say some wise ass shit, like, try to pick a fight with me. Makes sense. yeah, all right, pal, I get it. We all got to go through this. All right. I would have felt the same way. Like, hey, look at this dickhead on a bike, you fucking asshole. And I just looked at it. I was like, all right, pal. Thanks. That's what I said. <laughs> all right, like, okay. All right, military guy. Right. I'm not going to fight the train killer. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Some people, I, I don't I don't get that whole mentality. But I guess, yeah, you're right. If your whole your whole job is to do stuff like that you get you get antsy get a little antsy up, and a little, you're like little, come on yeah, i want some action bro right? yeah this is what i was here for protecting the pope let me pick fight let me <laughs> pick a fight with a guy on a bike <laughs> those menaces yeah bike people how's this affecting you personally uh personally as of now not anything too crazy i mean i'm i'm a home buddy to begin with mm-hmm. so i don't go out too much so like uh for socially it hasn't been as big of a deal i'm still going to the gym things like that work wise um we are actually as of yesterday we closed to the public but uh i think everybody who works there we do a lot of online stuff e-commerce so we'll be able to kind of uh navigate i guess wages through that um but yeah i've been watching a little bit more i've been playing some board games with my brother a little bit more so if anything it seems to be slightly more positive for Mm -hmm. me just because i think people are kind of coming down more to my level of like engagement if that makes sense yeah what about you yeah it's we're just waiting on the city to say we have to close so we're still open i put it out to the staff and i was just like if you guys feel unsafe and they were like hell no let's make money we're not busy sure but i guess making a couple of bucks is better than spending any. That's true. And then, yeah. you know, it's, it sucks after a while. If you're just sitting around, yeah. you know, even I have my limits where I love all sitting around playing video games. I'm sure you're the same way, but eventually you start get to bored. get a little, yeah, you gotta, you gotta do a little something to change it up. Yeah. But, uh, personally, like, you know, I mean, um, 
I'm not in that age age range age range where I have to worry about it. Mm. You know, I might carry it, but the chances of me getting sick where I could die are not high. Yeah, and you know, I don't think you interact with a lot of older people to begin. I know with, my parents right? are. Yeah. We're going down there for Easter. We'll see how that goes. Right. My parents are in their seventies. Well, that's a, yeah. That's the other thing I should say too is I, I don't I don't hang around with older people. Uh, you know, I don't have a kid or anything like that. So any right. sort of I'm or at least a kid because I know kids aren't as susceptible. But I don't really associate. know anyone that has immunodeficiency. In no, me form, either. Or I, drug addicts or right. anything. I don't know anybody. I guess by kid, I I think of more like a like a baby. Babies. Yeah, yeah, babies. I guess I should say. Yeah, I think the kids are by far the least. It makes sense. Like, yeah. You know. They got those strong immunity systems. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, he's fucking huge. <laughs> you, you, he legit flexed. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. You want to talk about these cons that are closing? Yeah. Canceled? Yeah, let's go. Well, we'll start with E3. E3's gone, as predicted by you. RIP E3. Mm-hmm. It's just going to go online. I mean, that's kind of how it's been anyway. Oh, before I get into this, let's talk about another prediction. Mm-hmm. Remember, we were talking a few weeks ago about... Um, why Miyazaki put out his monies or his movies on Netflix? Yes. Yes. And what do we say? The reason why he probably did it. Money. Yes, that's yeah, the reason. Yeah. He came out and he said he can. They they convinced him <laughs> to put him out there so he can make money to make his newest film that's been in development for hell forever. Wow, really? He's right? having difficulty like getting money. I mean, he, he's. I mean, yeah. They are expensive films that he it's makes. True. We're gonna be talking about an expensive film later. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah, it's spoiler. coming up soon. 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 All right, let's talk about some of the stuff that's canceled. Okay. So I guess uh, Boston Anime, Anime yeah. Boston, that's done. Uh, the Anime Detour Convention in Minneapolis, it's canceled. Okay. More stuff. Are these like uh, recently, like how far out does it have the dates on the... It on, does. Okay. Uh, April 3rd. This is first week of April. Okay. All right. So that's that's it was scheduled and it's completely canceled. Mm-hmm. Some they're pushing back. Uh, WonderCon in Anaheim postponed. That was April 10th to 12th. It's a big moneymaker. Diamond Comic Distributors. Distributors. So the 2020 Retail Summit, uh, they hold the 2020 Retail Summit, and it's in conjunction with MegaCon in Orlando. Yes. Uh, so the diamond that that's the retailer. That's what they use. They have more or less monopoly for comics and stuff ah. like that. Cause they fall, fall under magazines and books. Okay. Um, but yeah, they hold like a retailer summit and it's a bunch of comic nerds coming together and talking about the industry. I've been to a few of them. They're, they're great because you get like guys who you get guys who take the business seriously and they talk about, you know, shipping, uh, issues and you know market share and all that fun stuff and then you get the one guy who comes in and he goes you know uh well i heard they're gonna turn superman gay like what's the deal with that i heard that rumor and everyone's like oh man there's there always go. at least one it's guy, guy in this yeah <laughs> it's got to be that reddit right user. that yeah exactly uh there's a transformers theme con called tf con mm. in orlando i didn't know this was a thing wow it's canceled. Oh, wow. Wow, that's happening, actually, March 20th to 22nd, so in two weeks. Next week. Okay. Uh, was happening. Was happening, yeah. Uh, the Pokemon Go Community Day event planned for March 15th is postponed. I heard about that one because my one buddy's really big into Pokemon Go, and apparently he was going to it, yeah. Do you play? I do not. I was one of those people that played during that beautiful month period where everybody was playing and yeah, talking it about it. But other than that, no, they I, changed the, they changed the, a couple of the things in the game. And then I made it, it made it. So it wasn't as fun for me. Yeah. 
Yeah. What what change that was like? Remember they used to have like as you got closer to the Pokemon, like leaves would pop up on the screen. Do you remember yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got rid of that. And uh-huh. I was just like, so I'm just wandering around the fucking right. <laughs> at one point I had my wife driving the car while I was catching Pokemon. Ah, you were at that level. Yeah. All right, cool. My brother in law still plays. It seems to have a, a still like a strong community. Everybody who I know that still plays it is very much like, oh, you got to play, like, let's play. And they, they enable trading mm-hmm. and all sorts of kind of cool stuff. I think battling, I'm not 100% sure though. But yeah, I mean, it seems like if you stuck it out, it was a, it's a good time. The Dragon Ball Symphonic Adventure <laughs> concert in Rosemont, Illinois. Yeah, it's canceled. RIP, DBZ. Florida Supercon. Postponed. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Let's play this game. Let's see if it's canceled. You guess. Right. If it's okay, yeah. This is okay. Yeah. All right. Here's one close to you. How about the Yu-Gi-Oh Championship Series? It's happening in Charlotte, North Carolina, and Hartford. Uh, I would say it's postponed. It is postponed. Mm. The company has canceled all regional qualifiers in oh, North America. Okay, and that makes sense. Latin America. None of this makes sense to me. <laughs> I just know because that you know we do the gaming stuff at, and we had something for a Dragon Ball Super uh, card game. They have a Dragon Ball Super card game, and okay. they told us to suspend um, tournaments for that because mm. yeah, the regionals are usually held in shops, and then um, you guys get fifty people. The there? bigger ones, yeah. If you get something like that, then you qualify for Dragon Ball. I think it's twenty or more, and we usually for the regional stuff we get like twenty five thirty. So gotcha. yeah, Japan, ready. Mm-hmm. The finals for Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Oh, okay. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to say it's in Japan. It's in Japan. Uh, I'm going to say canceled. It is canceled. Yes. Japan How about don't mess the, around with that stuff, I feel like. No, nah, they, yeah. they haven't been, at least. Yeah. The Jewel Masters Teen Tour. Scheduled at eight locations between the 26th and June 7th. So uh, April 26th and June 7th. That's canceled. It is canceled. Yeah, that seems like a logistical nightmare if it has multiple locations. How about the Demon Slayer Kometsu Yaiba exhibition scheduled in Tokyo from March 20th through April 7th? Canceled. <sighs> Getting them all right. <laughs> I think the Japan ones are easy because I feel like they don't postpone. And so, you know, I feel like they got a lot going on. It's hard to postpone things. The Final Fantasy VII Remake Mystery Solving Event, scheduled to be on Tokyo's Yamanote line, as the woman says, welcome to the Yamanote line, mm. is, is canceled. Yeah, it's canceled. Sorry. It's moving to a smartphone-based event. What does that even mean? Smart I have no idea. I don't know what any of these words event. mean, because I'm old. Uh, maybe some sort of... Yeah, I don't know. I we, guess it's like you watch a video on your phone and you wave at people and they wave back, but you don't actually see them. And it's yo, like, you Skyping? You Skyping, bro. Uh, you Skyping, bro. But it's like, uh, you know, like Dora the Explorer where they say, you know, how many th- chickens are on the thing? And you say three and then it acts like it's, it hears it's you. Listening. It's not. You're like right. You're right. That's what the new Final Fantasy uh, mobile conference thing is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> how many chocobos? Oh, three. You're right. <laughs> It was always a bizarre show. Yeah. Because I would have it on and my daughter would be watching it when she was little and then she would like take a nap and mm-hmm. it would still be on. So Dora's talking to me at this point. Right. Dora's just looking into your soul. No, I'd be like doing the dishes or something. And she's going, how many fingers am I holding up? <laughs> uh, okay. So we talked about Anime Japan. That was canceled. Mm-hmm. And we talked about E3. Canceled. So are, are we saying goodbye to this big, this big circuit of cons, you think? 
Do we need them anymore? For, you mean just this year or in general? In general. Does this like start a landslide? I think that with the, the way things are going, there are definitely going to be some things that are going to change in the future. I think that uh, a lot of these kind of, I think E3, like stuff that's more promo based mm-hmm. might be on the chopping block, especially yep. when they realize, hey, we can just do this through Twitch or YouTube or, or any yeah, of the YouTube, other million yeah. streaming things. Put out um, a social media link. There we go. There, Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, the it, it just kind of is how it is. I don't. I think the ones that are a little more fan interactive will be safe, but mm-hmm. yeah, like I don't know. And then there's stuff like South by Southwest where I wonder if is there really necessarily a need to have people there, or can you just say, "Hey, here's a YouTube video." I mean, there's of, something about live music, though. That's true. Live music's a little different than watching something. That's true. You yeah. got me there. You got me on that one. All right. So uh, the comic marketplace. We talked about this last summer. Remember, people were falling down and because of the heat. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's called Comic Cat. That's for short. It was to be the 98th one. It happens twice a year. It happens in the summer and it happens in the winter. Japan had already, our Comic Cat organizers, it's for description, it's Japan's big like self published manga event. They call it uh, Dojinshi. Okay. I so do remember this now. It's homemade yeah. comics. Right. People make a lot of money off them, though. And some people get a big break and go work for like, you know, a big company. So it's a good opportunity for yeah. creators to promote themselves. So they had pushed it forward to spring or pushed it nearer to spring because of the Olympics. And now what'd you do? I don't know. I, was, <laughs> I don't know. I'm very like physically engaged today. Yeah, you, I, I thought you put your elbow in a cup. Of I don't know what it is. I think I have too much energy. I mean, this, this can't, okay. I'm doing this, ju- uh, this juice and it's got uh it's got green tea in it. So maybe uh, that's what, well, that's what it is. A little caffeine. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so anyway, it's, it's postponed or it's going to be postponed. This is a big deal. Yeah, that may, uh, yeah. I mean, that. And it's either they're postponing or canceling it. If they postpone it, I would imagine they would just wait until winter. That's probably what it would be, right? If especially if they're not giving other dates, then you can theoretically go another month and just say, "Oh yeah, by postponement, we meant we meant winter. yeah, we meant yeah. November." Right. Where am I going to get all my digi scans of hentai, Frank? It's going to be tough for us to watch the old ones. Yeah, you're going to have to go back to the old ones to use that one uh, folder I know you got with your with your faves in it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, everybody's got their kink, man, but I ain't got a folder. No if I'm shame. watching, if I got a kink, it ain't in a folder where I can be prosecuted. Uh, one thing that is still happening, Frank, WrestleMania is still happening. I, I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> I did. So that's not going anywhere. Are you excited for that? I don't give a shit. It seems like a very wise choice. Uh, what, to stay open? To stay, yeah. There's going to be hundreds of thousands of people there. Yeah, an arena full of people. They're saying, hey, no more than 50. People in countries like Australia saying, no more than five. And An I'm arena full that. of people there for 10 hours. Mm-hmm. And also, as a wrestling fan, I know this. I'm not personally one of them. A little scuzzy, a little, a little dirty, a little, a little bit, a little grimy. Ah, okay, yeah, I can't. Yeah, that's not the best in the uh, hygiene department. Let's call them that. Uh, okay, okay, okay. We got smelly otaku. They got to use soap. Put the sure, toys in it. We course. talked about that last week. Yeah. We need some like naked ladies and soap to get some of these wrestling fans. Maybe Ooh. just like a replica WWE belt that normally would cost ten thousand dollars or whatever. There you go. And then that's how you get them to yeah. to non scuzzy up. 
Discuzzy. Discuzzify. Discuzzify, yeah. Frank, I started B-Stars. Did you start B-Stars? I did not start B-Stars, yeah. By now, two episodes. How is it? It's good. It looks great. It's CGI. It looks really cool. It yeah. looks really good. Yeah. Like, you're looking, I'm watching it, and I'm just like, okay, this is the way it's supposed to be done. And once again, we talked about this before. I don't know if there's a difference between animating animals and creatures as opposed to humans mm-hmm. in anime in right. particular, where the an- the animals look really cool. It's something to do with the eye and the mind and maybe, yeah, maybe. you're not as used to the seeing anamorphic, you know, beings, two feet and all that. And yeah. you're like, oh, okay, yeah, this works. But yeah, humans. And I mean, maybe it's also because it's, it's still very much in line with Netflix. They love that CGI, but it's not through them. So mm. I guess, you know, it's the company's name is orange cool. that makes it. Have they done anything? I wonder if they've done anything before. Uh, they have, but let with me... With like 3D. Yeah, I'm going to have to look it up. It's very rare where I see CGI, uh, I would say CGI anime in general, where I'm like really impressed by it. Um, I've definitely seen uh, CGI stuff beyond that, that, especially with video games and a handful of you know Hollywood blockbuster movies yeah. where you're like, whoa, cool. Land of the Lusterous, which is one that people critically acclaim, which I haven't seen. Uh, let's see what I have here. Uh, most recently, well, we've got B stars. Most recently was Land of the Lusters. Hmm. Dimension W. I've never seen that. Black Bullet. I've watched Black Bullet. Okay. I don't see anything in the movie. Hmm. movie Monster Strike, the movie, Sora no Kanata. I never saw that. I still got to imagine that stuff is easier or more cost effective. That's why they do it. Yeah. Pretty cool, though. I like it. Oh, they did a Star Fox film. That makes sense. Okay, yeah, that yeah, okay. makes sense. All right. Do a barrel roll. With studio. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy it. Uh, I've only Then again, I've only watched two episodes. It seems to just be covering where I am in the manga. Oh, okay. So yeah. the first two issues of the manga, first two Takabans. They seem to have glossed over one of the major plots. Maybe it'll pop up later. Well, they mentioned, they kind of mentioned uh, it. They okay. mentioned the character like twice. I don't know if you do you know anything about B stars. I do not. I'm not gonna spoil okay. it for you. All right. Yeah, give it a shot. And the, the manga is amazing. Yeah, I'm definitely giving it a shot. One hundred percent. Yay! We have plenty of time. None of us. Yeah. None of us are gonna be able to leave our house. Exactly. Plenty of time for anime. Castlevania. Did you finish it, Frank? I did finish it. Yes. What, you, what are your thoughts on Castlevania? So the first two seasons. Now, for those of you who don't know, Castlevania three seasons. Uh, first two episodes or first two seasons. I think like number the first season was like four episodes. The second one was like eight. So they've all been short. This one I think is ten. Ten. So this one's a little bit longer. The first two seasons felt like one complete story to me, like part one and part two. And then this third season. Um, I guess they they must have the go-ahead to do even more seasons because it did not feel complete, and it definitely feels like a middle season to me. Mm. I loved it, though. You loved it? It's definitely slower. Yes, it's definitely slower. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, it's like sexier. Mm -hmm. Sexier. It's definitely violent. And they're witty. They're also witty. It's a little darker, too. It is one. I mean, this one has some especially darker imagery. Uh, That is it. Oh, man, it's sexy. That one episode. Oh, it was sex everywhere. I would say... It's worth checking out, even if you don't like Castlevania. You know, it doesn't really. No, I wouldn't. Like I wouldn't say, say that at all. I don't think it really has anything to do. With it. It's just a title. Yeah, exactly. And it has characters from Castlevania, and like we were watching, and a couple of the monsters. Uh, I'll let you finish your point in a second. A couple of the monsters um, 
I was curious if they were ripped from the game or not because they look very specific and right. they, they rang a bell with me and I was like, I've played a couple of these games and I said it to my wife because she was watching with me and I was like, I wonder because this monster looks design looks specific. Very specific. Yeah, like the four-legged mm-hmm. minotaur dude looks like he was ripped off of a 2D screen. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Go ahead. Your point. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. No, I think like even if you like if you are somebody who sees it and thinks of it as like a strictly video game property, then yeah, like you had said, just ah, ignore yes. that. Okay. Now I get your point. Right. Like don't don't go into it with that because it's very loosely based. You had said a couple weeks ago about how somebody was a little upset about <laughs> it not being, you know, this, you know, side scroll. I'm sorry or, if that guy <laughs> listens. There's no side scrolling dungeon crawls. There's, sorry about that. No, there's not. And Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one, yeah, but it, it's doing a good job. It's building up its lore. It's introducing newer characters, and then like, you know, they're, they're I guess they're going to stick around. I feel bad for some of the characters. They they do they do a really good job with this show. Yeah, Sasha May, the Judge, the Judge. Yes, she knew something was up with the Judge. Oh man. yeah, the yeah, Judge yeah. of the Creep from right. the mo- from Jump. <laughs> it was really good. I loved I loved how they delved into. Uh, the main two characters, who of course names escape me, even though I just watched nine episodes of it. Belmont and, and uh, what's her name? What is Clara? Her name? No, I'm gonna have to. She has a, like a family name too, because they use they mainly just use the, the family names, except for Alucard. Yeah, um, and he's he's got his own little story this season. Yeah, they would they they decided they wanted to like. They were traveling and they were living this adventure, and it was so much fun. Right. Isn't it great to just kill monsters? <laughs> that that storyline doesn't end too well. Nah. My uh, my wife was a little worried that uh, she couldn't tell whether or not they were f- physically involved or not. She's like, "Are they like sleeping with each other? Or what's going on?" I was like, "I think so." Yeah. And she's like, it just seems like they're sleeping next to each other. I was like, well, I don't think we're going to see them bang. Yeah. We did see some banging, but it wasn't them. <laughs> yes. That uh, was definitely intense. What, the, the, sex, the sex, sex episode? Yeah, the sex. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> definitely well done, I will say. Yeah, that whole, the whole pacing of that, that thing beyond, you know. I had genuine questions about it. Right, like, yeah. Is a vampire's vagina cold? I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine that they're they're typically written and stuff as just cold in general. Yeah, undeath. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It could be it, like there could be ma- there could be magic involved though. Like, how big is Alucard's cock? I gotta know this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's, it's got to be big and he's big got, and white. Well, yeah, but with to, blonde. To be fair, he's got a very hair. long sword, so a lot of people. Oh, maybe he's overcompensating. Exactly, that's what I mean. I'm imagining he has a little short, fat one, like a shield. His shield is his penis. So, Frank, if you were to give (laughs) Castlevania season three a a ranking, what would you do? Right off the top of your head, Uh, right off the top, I would say, well, I mean, just just because season three, I would say must watch. I mean, if you're if you're that far in, it's it's well worth it. And it, like I had said, it leaves a lot of kind of uh, open open threads where I'm guessing it's going on for at least another season or two, or that's how they they have it written. Yeah, Yeah. um, I'd say must watch as well. Yeah. I told my brother to watch it. I'm saying, dude, check this out. You got to check this out because he's his wife is deployed. She was in the Air Force, mm. so he's home and he's bored. I got him watching Neon Genesis Evangelion, cool. which he was like, "Oh man, this is amazing! This is so cool! This really is a great show." Awesome. What, and I'm like, "What episode are you up to? Five. I was like, whoa, whoa, "Oh, you haven't even gotten to the good part." <laughs> but I did tell him. I was like, "Check out Castlevania. It's a real quick, you know, watch. Like mm-hmm. you can blow through a 20 minute episode." And he said, "Yeah, I don't know if I can get into it." And I was like, why not? And he's like, there's not enough dungeon crawling. Uh. 
So he listens. Uh, he listens okay. to the podcast. <laughs> so I'm not the only person. Like, that was a ridiculous response yeah. by someone, and I'm glad someone agreed. I, yeah. yeah. Check out at least the first season. It's like nothing. You'll, you'll go through it in an afternoon. I added some more news. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm here for it. The executive committee of the 13th Manga Taisho Awards announced on Monday that Subasa Yamaguchi's The Blue Period Manga won this year's award. Congratulations. Yes. A little bit about the Manga Taisho Awards. Their nominated committee is mostly composed of bookstore staffers mm. like yourself who are in charge of the respective store's manga sections. The awards are also limited to works published last year with eight or fewer volumes to promote relatively newer stuff. Okay. So this year's winner was The Blue Period. That's such a cool idea. I wish they did that kind of here. No, we don't do anything here. Nah, that that not... would give like people a voice. Right, yeah. yeah. People in the minority. Yeah, minorities get no voice. Right. If you're, if you're not... There's two white people complaining about this. <laughs> I mean, strictly from publishing. I mean, as, okay, a, as okay. A, let's yeah. clarify. Let's clarify. Yes, I mean strictly from publishing because yes. indie. I know a lot of guys who who do independent comics and things like that, and it's not easy. I gotta say, I wish the white male had more of a voice in this country. <laughs> uh, yeah, I needed to clarify sarcasm, that sarcasm, bit, yeah. sarcasm, yeah, sarcasm, sarcasm. Stop, 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 stop. All right, let's give a synopsis of Blue Period. The Blue Period. All right, let's go. Yatura is the perfect high school student with good grades and lots of friends. It's an effortless performance and ultimately a dull one. Sure. But he wanders into the art room one day and a lone painting captures his eye, awakening him to a kind of beauty he never knew. Compelled and consumed, he dives in head first. He's about to learn how savage and unforgiving art can be. Ooh. Interested, Frank? Yeah, that actually sounds really cool. Yeah, I think it sounds cool too. I hope we get it. Sounds like Smile Down the Runway, uh, with, but with art. Yeah. You know? Is he going to become a painter, art critic? I don't know. Do you want to talk about Smile Down the Runway? Uh, I'm not completely caught up. Oh, okay. I'm one episode behind. You're one episode behind? I think I'm two episodes behind. She's coming around on me. Yeah? Yeah, but this show's like, it's a shonen. It really is a shonen. This is like, once you get caught up, you're going to be like, oh shit, this is legit a shonen show. I get it now. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. Overcome the odds, man. You got it. That's what life's all about, though. Frank, we've talked about... Uh, I'm sorry. Would no, you like no. to tell us what life's all about? That's what life's all about. It's all about overcoming the odds, man. That is true. <laughs> Especially for us white men. Yeah. All the exactly. odds are stacked against us. Yes. Uh, more sarcasm. Uh, um, entertainment. This is all entertainment. Yes. Uh, we're fans of Keep Your Hands Off Izugan. Mm-hmm. Big fans, I would say. I, I am. Yeah, Huge I, fan. Yeah. I am. There's a live action one coming. Oh, okay. It's a film. All right. Are you excited? Not really. The cast is so good looking. Really? And it's like, why are they casting this? Because no one on the show comes off as good looking, except for maybe the secretary. Yeah, no. I wouldn't say anybody. There's, They're all kind of... I mean, what's her name? Asakusa looks like a toad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's <laughs> great. Yeah, that's great. Are you caught up on that yet? Uh, yeah, I think I am. Yeah. Episode. Oh, man, when she turns into Miyazaki for a minute. Oh, yes. my God, it's so, so good. Yeah. The show is amazing, and if you're not watching it, you're a fool. There you go. Promare is going to be in theaters again. Again? Yeah. Uh, it's getting a run on March. Uh, when the hell is it coming again? In April. Really? Two really? days. Yeah, we're going to sub in a dub. I don't have the date hmm. right now. That's so you cool. you get a chance to go I see mean, it again. That's definitely cool, but how about uh, like a full it, release, releasing it, and then actually, yeah. So if you or can't put it, on, the, put it on Blu-ray, right? That's what I mean. I think the Blu-ray is out, okay. or it's pre-order. 
pre-order. Okay. Yeah. So it, it must run differently. Cause you know, nowadays with the, the way Hollywood is, it's like you get the DVD like four months later or something, the Blu-ray it's yeah. like boom, boom, boom. Or Disney, it's like on streaming immediately. I'm always surprised at that. Cause that was what? Like six months ago now when that first came out. Was saw it, released. it in. It was like in the fall. October. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It seems about right. Yeah. Before I went to Japan. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So, I love that movie. I've heard nothing but good things. I love Trigger. Some people don't like Trigger. I love Trigger products. Box Office Mojo. Remember them? Mm-hmm. It's a website and it lists uh, sales. And it is listing that G Kids and Fathom Events two day screenings of Satoshi Kon's Tokyo Godfather films earned $231,000 total over two days. Not bad for a movie that's a little bit older. 131 297 on day one mm-hmm. and 100000 on day two. So actually not too far off. So even for that's sub and uh, sorry, almost. sub sub would be the first day, dub would be the second day. That makes a little more sense for this particular movie because I do know it had a little bit more of like an international presence. At least I remember it coming out mm-hmm. and it being kind of pushed at the time. So I could see why. I still I haven't seen it. I still haven't seen it. Either. No. How about some shows that I've watched a million times, Frank? I was thinking about this the other day because the film that we watched for this episode. I could say that I have watched last night. I'm going to, I'm going to go behind the curtain a little bit here. Sure. We we'll love a little wall. peek. I am usually excited about everything that we watch for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Good, bad with everything that's going on in the world. I had no energy for the film we were going to watch and it had nothing. It has nothing to do with the film and it's not going to affect my review. Right. But I have watched it so many times. So it got me to thinking, are there films or television shows that you've watched so many times that it's almost obnoxious? Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, I have a massive list. You have to have, because the other thing, too. I've been around a little bit longer. Yeah, you've been along, around a little bit longer. Now, here's the thing, because you do play movies and such at, at, at the bar. No, you, I'm talking about personal consumption. Personal, yeah. just, okay, I have your thing. Okay, I just want to And I'll, I'll also state that since I've, been, since I've been in the relationship I'm in now, which mm-hmm. was about 10 years ago I started, uh, I have watched less films. But I've watched more TV. And I've kind of cut back. So there's, you'll notice in my list that there's like a cutoff point and okay, where I don't, I don't binge. I don't watch it over and over again anymore because I'm not watching it by myself. Okay. So uh, that's the one thing. So for me personally, I typically do not watch things more than like a couple times, just as a general rule, because I would from like do things with certain things, video games and books where I would reread them. And there's so much more that I want to see. And now it's a lot accessibility is such a, you know, it's so easy to do it that, uh, I don't have too many. I have a weird one though. Okay. Well, real quick, let me say, yeah, accessibility, I think affects the time frame as well mm-hmm. where, you know, hard copies of shit. If you had it, you'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to watch this watch again. It. Yes, exactly. I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't particularly like the, the Lord of the Rings films, mm-hmm. but I had them all on DVD. So yeah, we put them on all the time. Right. But it doesn't make these don't make the list. That goes to show you what I've watched up many wow. times. Wow. Go okay. Ahead. Frank, go ahead. Uh, so my number one, I had Lord of the Rings is definitely one of them. That's just one that I had actually seen a handful of times in the theater because I'm really into fantasy. Yeah, we used to, I, I went to all the opening nights. Yeah. Yeah, the pre-showings or whatever. Thursday night right yeah you got to go uh yeah Thursday midnight back when that was like a thing before they started opening things up at Thursday to four o'clock or whatever um that Star Wars is an obvious one um 
RoboCop, which I had talked about before. Oh, yes, list. RoboCop's Robocop. on my list again. You blew me. I blew it with RoboCop. <laughs> I've seen RoboCop so many so times. Many I times. love it. Here's the one number one I've seen though. Oh, weird think. films. Uh, just in general, okay. it's definitely kind of a weird one. Uh, I've seen Toy Story so many times and Toy Story too. Mm. And this has to do with the fact that when I was uh, younger, I was living at home. My brother uh, Dan. He is autistic, so mm-hmm. he gets like obsessed with things. And one of his obsessions is Toy Story. So Toy Story was on, Toy Story 1 and 2 was on nonstop for about five, maybe six years of my life in the background of everything that I did at home. It was just always playing um, to the point now where I can like, like I, it's just like there. It's I, I, I remember things, scenes, uh, lines. There was a period in my time, uh, in my life where I could just like repeat whole scenes do every character um toy story is probably the one i i I have to have seen that movie probably a hundred times not even of my own choice it was just there i put a lot of work into this frank (laughs) did you (laughs) see i don't have that i made a chronological list okay chronological from when they were released now would you so you're saying okay so is it chronological from your kind of viewing as you are okay just go all right just from because I think the first movie that I remember seeing uh-huh. was probably Planet of the Apes. Okay. The original Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. It's not on the list, but that's the first one I remember seeing. It's like there with Star Wars. You know, it's probably in my five or something right. like that. You know what I mean? It's your first memory. But chronologically, Rudy Ray Moore's Dolomite films, I have watched so many times. If you're unfamiliar with Dolomite, go watch Eddie Murphy's rendition of it on Netflix. It's called My Name is Dolomite. It's about, He was a uh, comedian that did these really low-budget films, mm-hmm. and he got these guys to back him, and he made these terrible action comedies, and they're ridiculous, and when we were teenagers, we watched these movies over and over again and drank beers and left our asses off. Another film, Jaws. Okay. I have never had Jaws on a television and turned it off. Oh, that's your, that's one of your ones. That's you one of the ones. It's like, oh, Jaws is on. Oh, Fuck yeah, I'll put that yeah. on. Okay. Jaws is a good movie. Jaws is a good. Special movie. effects don't hold up so great anymore. Is George is his name George? Yeah, his name's George. George. Yeah. I think he's named after George Lucas. All right. Yeah, he doesn't look great. Right? Is that true? It's is that the name of the fish? Bruce. Bruce. It's Bruce. Bruce. It's name. named after the producer. Bruce is named. I I know it's named after. I'm not yeah. too sure. That yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. named after somebody who was involved in Jaws. And the only reason I remember that is because the. Uh, Shark in Finding Nemo is named Bruce. Bruce, after, after the, that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Funny. I'll bring that up now. For my daughter, this is out of chronological order. I've watched Finding Nemo more than any Pixar film. Okay. So that's okay. For yeah. her age growing up, like Finding Nemo, I watched that all the time. OG Star Wars, the first one. Mm-hmm. Watched that a bunch. But you have to remember that I was, I'm old enough to have seen it in the theater when it came out. No spoilers. Right. Um, <laughs> And we didn't get it on VHS forever. We didn't get it until like the mid to late 80s. It wasn't released for a long time, or at least we didn't have it in our house. Right. So when I got it, like I just started banging it out and watching it over and over again. And then I got the remaster on DVD, and then I watched it again. And then again. I tried to get my kid into it. She wasn't really into Star Wars. No? No. She hmm. never, I never hooked her. The original Star Blazers, Star Blazers, Battleship, Yamato, 2199. I used to run home from school to watch that. Same thing with uh, Robotech which is Super Dimension Macross. That's two anime. Uh, Alien. We talked about Alien a couple Alien, episodes yes. ago. Alien, yes, yeah. Uh, Kung Fu Flicks. You Just, guys, you're not old enough to have had Kung Fu Flicks on, on Saturday afternoons. So you would watch TV. Your parents would put you in front of the television. Mm-hmm. You'd eat breakfast. You'd watch cartoons. 
Hanna Barbera, whatever sure, the hell it was yeah. on. Smurfs. And then you would watch wrestling. Wrestling would be on at like 11. And then it went right into like horror movies and kung fu flicks on Saturday afternoon. Hmm. It was amazing. Horror movies and kung fu. So it was like not good horror. Sure. Like a lot of, ha- I mean, I love them. Like the Hammer horror films, like Hammer films. Like with Christopher Lee. You know who Christopher Lee is? No. He played um, the evil wizard in, in Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Sar- or Saruman. Sauron. Sauron. Sar- Saruman. 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 He has a voice like this. Yes. And also, uh, it had uh, the Grand Moff Tarkin in it, too. Oh, okay. His, act, his name escapes his me. Actors. That actor. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, though. He was in all those films, too. But Kung Fu was the big one. So Shaolin Master Killer, Five Deadly Venoms, uh, Five Elements Ninjas, the Super Ninjas. They're all Run, run, run Shaw films. I wish that those were more uh, readily available. They're on Netflix now. Are they really? If you want to go check them out, yeah. I'd suggest watching uh, Five Element Ninjas. If you want to watch the pinnacle, ridiculous 80s kung fu, yeah, where it's just like blood that looks like ketchup, uh, abilities to fly for no reason. Right. These, there's some guys that can just stand on water. Okay. Yeah, it's That's just cool. off the wall. It's amazing. <laughs> but we watched it with dubs. So mm-hmm. like we remember, like as kids, we, we still watch the show. We'll watch them because now they're available in their original Mandarin or Cantonese word. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but we remember like this, what they say the in English and we still do yeah. it. Like, you know, like we'll sit there and be like, Saltaire when we're watching Master Killer right, and stuff yeah. like that. Like the stuff that they say, uh, Scarface, Brian De Palma film. Okay. Terrible film. It is terrible. It's horrible. Anybody that says that that movie is good Yo, it's doesn't know it. You movie. can love something. You That's can love true. something and not have it not be good. Mm-hmm. I have watched oh, yeah, Scarface sure. so many times. I know pretty much every... I can do that movie from front to back. I've watched it so many times. But you don't... You, I don't like it. You don't like it? No, I like seen, it. Okay. I like it. It is bad, though. Okay. You like it, but it's bad. And I've spoken... I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast. I cannot stand out, but you know as an actor. No, I don't think I mean, you've talked about yeah, this before. I cannot stand him. People were telling me to go watch Hunters. Uh, yes, I saw that. And I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Let me guess. Al Pacino's accent is terrible. And they were like, yeah, he is. He's horrible. I was like, nope, I'm good. You're like, pass. No, pass I, on Al. Yeah, he's just over too over the top. I like the God, Godfather. Good sir. First part, he barely has any lines. Yeah. And the second one, he's like, they sh- shot me in my house while my children play with their toys. <laughs> terrible film. Uh, no, good film. Terrible. Yeah, good film, but terrible. Yeah. yeah. Evil Dead Two. Okay, that may, I Bruce, can see that. Bruce video. Campbell. Yeah. I saw that uh, live. I saw him at a showing of it live at the Prince Theater in Philadelphia. That's cool. He signed my uh, Necronomicon. That's even cooler. Yeah. Uh, Twin Peaks. Okay, Twin Peaks. Yeah. I think we talked about this one before. Yeah. Now we're entering the streaming age. Mm-hmm. Twin Peaks. Seinfeld. Really? Are you a Seinfeld fan? I'm a Seinfeld fan, but uh, I'm not. I, I imagine on your level where I feel like there's Seinfeld fans and then there's Seinfeld fans that have seen like every episode like 10 times. Because you're, you're their Seinfeld person, I find, or friends person, at least. with. No, I'm, uh, a, I'm not a friends person. Yeah, the friends because it's the same thing. Like the office is kind of like starting to be like that now where people just watch the office over and over and yeah. over and over again. I think some of these sitcoms are, are I'm also a comfort, not an comfort. office person. Seinfeld's the show. It's on Hulu now. It's where if it's on, um, if we have nothing to watch, I'll just throw on Seinfeld because it's like 20 minutes long. And it'll give us the time to think about what we want to watch or we go to bed. So it's your your background. It's your go-to like background. It's watch the dishes type shit. 
Like, you, you just like having it on. You're yeah. Like, hey, Jay. I don't need to see it to right. know the jokes. Right. Also, I will admit that, like, some people have said that it's amazing front to back. There are some, but there's some bad episodes of Seinfeld. Really? Yeah. There's one where they're trying to, they're fighting over a parking spot. It is terrible. I mean, it makes sense, right? They did, like, so many seasons. 11, 11 or 12 all, seasons. Not, they're not going to knock them all out. The meat of the show starts in season three. That's when it gets good. That's when it's like, holy shit, this show's, like, really funny and clever and original and everything. Mm-hmm. And there's some weird stuff in the 90s that doesn't make sense. Right. There's some weird racist shit. And you just, I mean, it's either you can handle it or you can't. And I'm sure there's probably things that don't make as much sense nowadays where it's something like with a pager or something. And you're like, okay, this kind of joke is right. over my head. I know that because I remember there's one with uh, George and he's doing something with a um, answering machine. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I don't think that's like believe a Believe it yeah. or not, George isn't at home. Right, yeah. So leave a message at the beep. <laughs> so stupid. It's time for there are no There are no answer machines yeah, anymore. No, no one has them. Nope. <laughs> what else do I have on my list? It's still big. Jeez. How about Darkman? I've talked about Darkman before. It's you my favorite superhero film. Yeah. By far. <laughs> Sam Raimi. And then Sam Raimi got the job for uh, Spider-Man mm-hmm. after... So I have two Sam Raimi films on here. Got Sp- Evil Dead 2 and Darkman. Sam Raimi. I love Sam Raimi. He's good. He's got a fan. I don't like the Spider-Man movies. Though. No? <laughs> Those are the best Spider-Man movies in <laughs> my opinion. <laughs> no way. The yeah. multiverse one or Into the Spider-Verse was amazing. Wow. Yeah. Was I guess. Live okay. action? Yeah. Live action. Yeah. yeah. The Matrix. The original Matrix. Okay. All right. I wish they'd never made any sequels. Oh, uh, now so you're not excited for the for the fourth one, I guess, they're doing? They're doing a new one. Yeah. <laughs> what about the animated one? Didn't they have like animated stuff? Yeah, yeah they did. The Animatrix. Oh, okay. That's what it was, that was, what it was called. I had it on DVD. Came in a two pack. Mm. That was that's one that I've watched a million times. Okay. A show we're gonna watch soon. Ninja Scroll. Ninja Scroll. We're jumping yes. into the anime. I'll talk about anime now. Jubei Ninpuchu. Amazing. I have it on DVD. Couldn't find it streaming for the longest time. I bought it on Blu-ray. So I own it. So I could still watch it. It's on streaming now, though. It is it? on streaming yeah. now. But it wasn't for a long time. Uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Do I need to talk about that? Uh, no, I don't. No. Th- I mean, we could skip How that about one. Dragon Ball Z? I think you've mentioned Dragon Ball before. I've watched Dragon Ball Z. I got my... That's what, uh, the gateway for my daughter to get into anime. So... I would just put it on. Just put it on. I'd sneak it in there. I'd be like, uh, uh, oh, uh, nice. let's watch some Finding Nemo and... Uh, Okay, some SpongeBob. Uh, well, let's put this disc in. Five episodes of Dragon Ball Z. She loved Krillin. Really? Yeah, that was okay. her first like big fan of. Like now you get why there's an annoying character in shows. Okay, I could see it. And there you go. That's my list, except for one thing. There's no anime film I have watched more times than what we're going to walk talk about this week. Mm-hmm. We've talked about a lot of stuff. We're going to talk about this now. The classic society is held up by strings and is about to collapse. Anime, Akira. You really nailed that segue. Thank you. Yeah, that was good. Streaming on Funimation and Hulu. The runtime's 124 minutes. The studio is the formerly known as Tokyo Movie Shinsha or TMS Entertainment now. Uh, the manga is by Katsuhiro Otomo. It was serialized in Young Magazine from 1984 to 1990. The genres, action, adventure, horror, military, sci-fi, seinen, supernatural. I think that nails it. Yeah. Horror is a little, a little bit. A little eh. A little bit. Eh. Synopsis. 
in the year 2019. <gasps> it already happened. Wait, what? 31 years after World War III. <gasps> that already happened, too. <gasps> the authority of Neo-Tokyo is waging a constant battle against underground rebels. Caught in the middle is a motorcycle gang whose aim is just to make trouble. The gang leader, Canada, which is how they used to say it in the dub, Canada, Shotaro, gets involved in more ways than one when an experimental psychic child escapes and results in a gang member, Shima Tetsuo's capture and subsequent experimentation. Tetsuo, the bitter runt of the pack, now has the power of Akira and soon escapes when everyone realized that his power can result in the total destruction of Neo-Tokyo. Some background, real quick. Mm -hmm. Rips straight from the reliable source Wikipedia. Love it. This film was directed by Katsuro Otomo, produced by Ryohei Suzuki and Shunzo Kato, and written by Otomo and Izo Hashimoto, and was based on the 84 manga by Otomo. The film had a production budget of 1.1 billion yen, which is $900 million, making it the most expensive anime film of its time. I think it was one of the most expensive films of its time as well. It makes sense. I mean, nine is a lot. Yeah. Akira premiered in Japan on July 16, 1988 by Toho, but was initially unable to make back its budget. It was released the following year in the United States by pioneering animation studio Streamline Pictures. It garnered an international cult following. Myself. Mm. I'm the only one that matters. Just you. After various theatrical and VHS releases, earning eventually earning over $800 million worldwide from home video sales. That's dollars, not yen. It is widely regarded by critics as one of the greatest animated and science fiction films ever made, as well as a landmark in Japanese animation. It is also a landmark film in the cyberpunk genre. Mm-hmm. Genre. Genre. Particularly the Japanese cyber cyberpunk subgenre, as well as adult animation, the film had a significant impact on popular culture worldwide, paving the way for the growth of anime and Japanese popular culture in the Western world, as well as influencing numerous works of animation, comic, film, music, television, and video games. That's very true. I'm almost done. There's a lot to talk no, about. This you, is a big fucking deal. You're good. It was released in 1988, two years before the manga officially ended in 1990. Otomo is claimed to have filed, filled, there's an extra L there, filled 2,000 pages of notebooks containing various ideas and character designs for the film, but the final storyboard consisted of a trimmed down 738 pages. He had great difficulty completing the manga. Otomo has stated that the inspiration for its conclusion arose from a conversation that he had with Alejandro Jodorowsky. Do you know who he is? Mm-mm. Never saw um, Holy Mountain. No, he was going to do a version of Dune. Okay, you should look into him. Yeah, you want to get like a weird movie? All right, watch Holy Mountain. Holy Mountain. Yeah, All right, I'm going to write that down. He later recalled that the film project had to begin with the writing of an ending that would bring suitable closure to major character stories, major character storylines, and themes without being extraordinarily lengthy. So that he could know in reverse order which manga elements would make the cut in the anime and thus suitably resolve the manga's various elements into a lean to our story. One of the key animators, uh, Yoshi Kigami, he left and went to work at Kyoto animation. He passed away mm-hmm. during the fire. He was 61 wow. when he died. Frank, what are your thoughts on initial thoughts on Akira? Now, first of all, what's your history with the film? Sure. So um, I should say that I have seen the movie before. 
but I saw it when I was uh, an early teenager. Mm-hmm. I want to say 13, 14. It was my freshman year of high school, whatever you would be around there, 13, 14, 15, something like that. I remember certain scenes and things like that. But uh, other than that, as I have probably demonstrated on this show, I have a very bad memory. So sometimes. Yes. When, and in real life, too. In real life, too. Oh, yeah. No, like that's like a thing. Like, people, like that's not a character or anything. I just have a really bad memory. There's like a lot to it, but that that's there. Um, so I guess for certain things such as this, um, uh, and with rewatches in general there, I just like forget things. So sometimes it almost seems like a completely new movie, which kind of works for the, uh, review of this. That's great though. This mm-hmm. is good. Yes. Cause I'm someone that's watched it a billion times. So there you go. So go ahead. Um, <clears throat> so I will say my initial thoughts in this is that this is one of those movies that as you had mentioned, kind of, uh, transcends beyond just anime Mm -hmm. it's definitely one of those things that people will say if you're into science fiction you should watch this movie if you like movies you should watch this movie you know if you like cyberpunk books or video games like this is one of kind of the foundation building for uh, a lot of those properties and things like that so it is a little daunting going into it um i had found initially that the running time was a little long, but that especially in the beginning, I had difficulty kind of wrapping my head around what was what this world was and what was going on in it. And it's interesting to hear you say that he had condensed it and there's like a way more. There's so like, books and books, right. man. I've never started even reading the manga because there's so much of it. So that makes a lot more sense to me now because there definitely seemed like there was more to it. But because of a time length thing, they would just kind of mention things or you would see things in passing and you'd be like, oh, I wonder what's in that. And then the movie would just go, oh, don't worry about it. You know, we, we got to keep going. We got to come to this conclusion, which I did enjoy, you know, wraps up nicely even though at, at times it, it, the, with the pacing it does feel like i'm like where is this going how is this how is this going to end so the amount of um source material to it makes a lot more sense to me now mm-hmm. i did not know that going in see that's why i do this mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go we we learned something new um and it is interesting to see things now that uh, kind of inspire things even today. Like one of the the things that um, after watching this, that I thought about was that movie or the video game cyberpunk 2020 that's coming out. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Obviously seems super inspired by this. There's a lot of things that are like, (laughs) I got so excited. I punched the mic. There you go. I punched the mic. There's a lot of things that, you know, like even the, the motorcycles and stuff seem to be a, pretty prevalent in that game. I don't know for certain, but from the trailers and things oh, like absolutely. that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like a heavily inspiration for this. So it's neat to see those kind of things, right? Where you're just like, oh, this is from this. And, you know, when you're watching it just because you're like, oh, they, they stole this from Blade Runner. And then you're like, oh, no, they didn't. Or, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. Oh, like, wait, Blade Runner. Blade Runner, yeah. <laughs> stole this from. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those guys. I only watched this in dub for probably 30 years. Really? We didn't have access to a Japanese version of it here. That makes sense. Um, and after watching it, then I watched it a bunch of times in sub, and it's it just makes so, the story makes so much more sense. Watching this in dub, it just seemed to be lacking something. Really? And it was still great visually, but the story was kind of like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Right. Because a lot of, you missed a lot of the background, and the background being, you know, when they're setting up the world, it's storing this pursuit in the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. And it's happening on TV, the background, where they're talking about student riots and labor force 
being like tax, like higher taxes. So it's like a civil, it's a whole city in civil unrest. I could see that being an, an issue with the dub because you probably just tune it out or you just, it's not, it might not even be there. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't, cause I, I did the, uh, I did the sub, but yeah, it forces you to, to read those things, which does build a little bit more on yeah. it. The, um, so, so you're saying it's definitely as per usual sub over dub. Of course. And listen, people that watch that prefer dubs, mm-hmm. Dubs now are a lot better than they were when I was watching. Right. Where they're just like filling in the, like they're just making weird sounds and mm-hmm. stuff. Like now the dubs are better. They have better actors and they have, they stick to the storyline and they don't necessarily feel the need to have to westernize it. Right. But yeah, I'm still, I mean, right. This, I mean, a, this is an example of sub guy over dub guy. Right. Like, so you've done both and you've yeah. watched, I guess, both. I know what bad dubbing times. is and this was a bad dub when it was out. It was still, it's still amazing though. How about the soundtrack? soundtrack is very cool yeah the joker music the joker music is awesome yeah, yeah. Ooh, oh. yes i think they played at the end too don't they the ooh, they ah, yeah it's very good yeah uh so there's a lot to talk about on the show and i'm hoping that people go out and watch this mm-hmm. i would never tell somebody that they have to watch something but this is one of those things that if you are if you want this is one of those you gotta yeah so this to is really understand Anything that's involved in anime, you must go watch this. I agree. It, and it, it, like I had kind of mentioned earlier, even if you're just kind of dipping your toe in, it's worth it's worth it just just to say that you saw it. Mm-hmm. You know, it uh, you just because people are like, hey, you have to watch this, and I feel like you, you need to. Yeah, like this, I, I you know, like people film people, they say you know you have to watch Citizen Kane or you have to sure. watch like this is Citizen Kane of the anime of anime. It has to be. It's like the the one that's like it's old. Mm-hmm. But you watch it and you're like, holy shit, this is different than anything else that was out at the time. Agreed. And, you know, if, if you have older guys like myself that are, that, are, that are anime fans for their life, this is probably one of the reasons is this show. Now, this came into the United States when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Did you so, watch it? Like, was it, did it have a, a wide release or it was more like... It was oh, on VHS. Gotta... I believe, if, I, if I remember correctly, I think the Sci-Fi Channel, mm-hmm. um, when we first got cable in Philadelphia, like getting sci-fi channel was a big deal for dorks like me. We were disappointed because you couldn't get like, you know, Star Trek. Yeah. You know I mean, like, but we didn't understand how streaming worked at times. Like with sci-fi channel, I Star Trek. Right. But then they started doing like, either Friday or Saturday night, they would have some kind of block of anime. And I believe if I believe that they played at uh, Akira on there, mm-hmm. But this is one of those things that, like, I would come over to my VH with my VHS tape, and we would sit in my buddy's basement, and drink beers, and put it on. Bullshit. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, Frank, are there any scenes in this film that actually that stick with you? Now, there's some scenes in this film that stick with me so much that I recognize them in. There's the scene in in Izuken. Hmm. Keep your hands off Izuken, which is inspired by, by this film. Mm -hmm. I'll see if you can guess what it is. You probably missed it watching it, but are there any scenes in particular that stick with you? So, yeah, I think I have uh, three in total. Yeah. Um, You may be surprised. I have a lot more. You have a lot more. (laughs) The uh, bike slide scene. Well, there you go. Like, first of all, Mm -hmm. the bike slide Mm -hmm. slide scene. That's an Izuken. That one I feel like is... Kanamori uh, does it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And when she did, I was like, oh, fuck. I had to rewind it and watch it again. I was like, that's, we got Miyazaki in an episode, and we got the Akira bike slide scene. That scene in particular, out of all of them, is probably uh, is another thing that kind of um, 
moves past this movie and is, I would even say iconic. Mm. I feel like if you've never even seen this movie, like I knew about that scene and granted, like I said, I had watched it earlier, but like, I feel like it's, it's on like B roll and stuff for right. like anime in general. Right. You know what I mean? It's so cool. Uh, that one, the opening scene at the bar, I think does a really good job of establishing kind of the tone and uh, general, you know, how the look and feel of the movie will be going forward. Um, and then the uh, the fight scene at the end, the Coliseum is, is great. Yeah. I used to have a t-shirt with uh, Tetsuo screaming on it. Oh, yeah? Like in the 90s. I forget what the hell I bought. I bought it online back in... No. I think I bought it at a record store. It's like a really big white t-shirt that had the profile of Tetsuo screaming with the growths growing up his yes. face. Yes. Ah! Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, the dog pursuit scene. Uh, that sticks with me because mm-hmm. it's pretty gruesome. And, you know, you're setting up the tone of this film and you already have people beating the shit out of each other with pipes on motorcycles. Mm -hmm. And then a guy kills two dogs. Yeah. With a gun. Two police dogs with a gun and a kid's watching. And it is. Yeah, it's definitely gruesome. It's gruesome. Blood splatters. Meanwhile, there's like a cute dog food commercial going on the whole whole thing. The riots and just the destructive animation in general in this film Mm -hmm. still holds up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Joker scenes. I love the Joker. He's awesome. He's cool. He headbets a guy through his fucking helmet. It's so sweet. And it does that flash animation that shows impact. Uh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm saying that was inspired from The Road Warrior. I think a lot of this film was inspired by the Mad Max films. Yeah, I got a lot of that too. Yeah, because there's a scene where um, I've got the actor. He, he's got the mohawk in The Road Warrior that he uh, runs up to a dude and kills him by headbutting him. Makes sense. I mean, it's hard to kind of, especially when you're doing a dystopian sort of future with bikes. I mean, yep. it's gonna it's gonna happen. Another one, another one that I think is pulled from Mad Max as well is the slow mo bike crash that the one guy goes through when Tetsu is chasing him, mm-hmm. and he slow mo tumbles in his arms and his body parts are flying all over. And in my opinion, this film is the epitome of like psychokinesis in action. Like, if you don't do psychic powers like they do in Akira, you're you blow it. Like, yeah. if they're not screaming and things are just like bending, like reality's bending around him. Like this is the prototypical right. That's psychokinesis. A, that's a very good point, actually, that you made, because going forward, like we talked about a little bit about the cyberpunk stuff and kind of the technology, dystopian future and things like that. But the, the psychic aspect of things, that is like something that going forward, I feel like is just, yeah, it's just copied from yeah. this movie, right? There was a film called, I don't know if you've ever seen it, it's a Cronenberg film called Scanners. Uh, I have not seen it, but I, I do know of it. Yeah, yeah, that's another one that's similar where they you show them ex- exerting their psychic power, mm-hmm. and the exertion is like it, that's part of it. Like you, it hurts to do this, right? Yeah, that's cool. Uh, the animation when Tetsuo releases the uh, Akira chamber from the ground, whoosh, with the hoses spraying and. Everybody's awe over all of this going down is great. Their looks on their faces, definitely, yeah. yeah. So, you got any more points about this film? No, I will say, so a negative, a one negative that I did have Go ahead. is that some of the character design, some of the characters look very similar, and especially because it's a movie and we don't, we're not, uh, you know, kind of living with these characters as you would with a series. There are times when I was confused as to who was where. Mm-hmm. I think um, 
you know they do they do do a good job with some some of the characters have receding hairlines yeah. so kind of, like they, they're they're drawn very similar but they have receding hairlines I'm like oh, okay that's that character but that was a, a little thing that I had to kind of get used to and then probably about an hour in I mean it wasn't that big of a deal but it yeah. was especially as you're first getting introduced to everybody that's his art his art style everybody has that similar face shape mm-hmm. some is round yeah even like the females some yeah. of them they look this very similar so and the two guys the two guys Ryu and uh, Ryo and the other rebel guy. They, they had the same mustache okay. and the same hair. Thank, okay, thank you. They look exactly the same. <laughs> yes, all right. Except one wears a black coat and the other one wears yeah. like a yellow coat. And there was a time where, so I'm watching it and I was trying to figure out and I was like, wait, so was that guy undercover? And then I slowly realized that, oh no, they were just two different characters. Yeah, yeah that was that was a little confusing. That That's probably my my only gripe with it. I mean, I don't have any negative No, I mean, I've always wanted to go back and read the manga and learn more about the world. Mm-hmm. And now it's... I mean, I guess I have to. But see, it kind of does a good job, at least from looking at this solely as a movie, where it just gives you just enough where you can kind of fill in the blanks with your imagination, which works. I mean, even if there is more there, which I am, I am definitely interested in learning about. You don't, you can just be like, oh, maybe this happened because of this, and it's cool. I like that. We're also getting. We've talked about it before. We're getting a new series, Akira series. Oh yes, yes. It's going to be on Amazon Prime. I don't know when that's going to release. I think it got yeah, delayed or something yeah. too recently. Yeah. yeah. So, and of course, live action anime or uh, Akira. Yes. Which who knows if that's, that's ever going to happen. I, I don't like what TT was going to do. We've talked about it before, but Thor and now Academy Awards. And I think he's separated from his wife. I think he's got a lot of stuff going on. Oof. So, oof. So go ahead, Frank. What is your new taco ranking? Uh, it's um, it's a must watch, if only because everyone will tell you to watch it, and you should watch it just because of that. Not to be forced into anything, but yeah. you know, just to be part of the conversation, I guess. This is one of the greatest animated feats ever attempted, and it still holds up. Mm-hmm. Do you think it still holds up? I do think it still holds up. the The animation is is perfectly serv- serviceable. I will say it's not amazing by any means, but it's also what thirty year old movie. So I mean, it's not going to be like something today. But it it holds up. It doesn't detract in any way. I think it's amazing how he, the animators, managed to make background characters tell stories about the world without really focusing on them. There's like. Mm-hmm a bunch of people making out and like there's some bums in the background. And if you've ever been to Tokyo, if you're listening, the Tokyo is spotless and to imagine it, this dirty, it's right. just mind blowing. Like the place is spotless. Right. So it's like to be like this grimy, to have gotten to that point. Like, yeah, yeah. Something must've really gone wrong. Uh, this is what all other adult animation has been trying to do since 1988. There's nothing to say about this that hasn't already been said. Mm-hmm. It's even more relevant to the story now than when it came out mm-hmm. to today's world yeah. of diseases and Olympics. The Olympics are coming to Tokyo. Right. And this is the masterpiece of all masterpieces. And I think all other it? films bow before it. Are you going to do it? What's yeah, your absolutely. Point? It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. That's the first time, right? No, I've done it a couple times. Uh, have you? I thought fucking the first time. Fucking the Angels is Oh, yeah, I guess. Well, for a movie. Yeah. For a movie. Yeah, this is, this is, this is the pinnacle. Uh, yeah, it's a masterpiece. <sighs> say no more, fam. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the only one to say that. I'm not breaking any molds here. I think you just you broke my brain with that masterpiece. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yes. Of course, it is 30 years old. Yes. So, going so, on and on. Right. Kind of have to. The relevancy of today. And that's why I picked it to do it today because of our COVID and our government's inability to respond to it mm-hmm. and 
old Italian people are dropping dead all over the place. And so if you thought that you were going to listen to in Italy, old Italian people are dropping dead in Italy. <laughs> you thought, you know, maybe distract yourself a little bit from it. You know what? It all nope, comes we're here to remind here you. Go. We're here to remind you that <laughs> the world's a scary place. Just and, when you thought you were out. And Ultimo was, what was your theory? Aliens came. Aliens came yeah. and warned Otomo that we were going to suffer from a pandemic and the Olympics were coming and the governments were going to collapse. And there we are. There we are. And uh, now you're going to turn this off and immediately hear about all that stuff. Yeah, so, which I'm uh, going to go and get my car and see if the bar is going to be open anymore. There you go. Anything else to add, Frank? No, just to, uh, you know, wash your hands, social distancing, all that fun stuff. Make there sure you go. Watch your hands. Yes. <laughs> I'm a big fan that the, go- the logo government in Philadelphia put out a video that they basically have been shown in schools for f- 40 years, how to wash your hands. It's just how to wash your hands. Uh-huh. It's, I mean, I guess some people need to learn at some point. Now's the time. Yeah, I've already put it out there. Sorry, wrestling fans. You don't know how to wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Eat less chicken, chicken fingers. Use more soap. <laughs> chicken fingers are so good, though. Thanks for joining us this week. Once again, please share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NutakuCast. Send us questions and show requests. Our email is nutaku2019 at gmail.com, and we will talk about them all on the air. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And please subscribe and share. I'm Jim. I'm Frank. Combate. Combate.